I also today uh, want to share a little bit of a fun life event sort of thing. But before we get to a whole lot of the rest of all of those fun things, let's make sure we pour ourselves a drink. Because it's about that time, right? It's about that time. Uh, let me, I need to move this over. I got too many windows open. That's better. So, mellow corn time. I had a good, bad evening. Uh, Bill has mead. Boston actress did something bad. She says she needs to go to confession. What did you do? You're supposed to be a nice Boston little princess. Fucking green is the clover from uh, Irish fields. Um, Bill's a little nervous about this, but I think he's going to be fine. Uh, he says the digger I deep, the more it tends to. So there's that. Um, but yeah, got some mead at the time. She certainly is. She certainly is that. Absolutely is. Uh, so this is a cheers. This is a popcorn. This is all that. Uh, I, <sighs> you swore a lot today. How many times did you say fucka? I, I, after work, so I'm going to get to the reading soon, but what did I say? I think I said precisely at like 10 after or something like that. So we'll give a few minutes just to see, uh, and make sure if anyone else, uh, wants to stop by and stop in that they don't miss the beginning of this. Um, but before that, the, uh, the truck, my favorite, beautiful, lovely, awesome, I just love it truck. Um, <laughs> I just read a hilarious instant message from somebody that I cannot read out loud. <laughs> um, but I had to get the starter replaced. Uh, so today was one of those bizarre start, stop, start, stop days. Had a lot of stuff going on at work, but good stuff. Um, tomorrow, I think, hopefully will be a good day if I can just get my head down and get through it. But, uh, I had to go back and forth to the dealership. Got all that squared away. It's great. It's beautiful. It's fun. Had to go to the fucking dentist to get a new bite guard. Um, you may not necessarily think of this, given the tone of voice and this and that and the other, when you see me on these particular, uh, broadcasts, but, um... I do have a very high level of just, um, we'll just call it waking tension. Uh, it's very hard for me to relax, uh, physically and mentally. And so a lot of times, even when I sleep, uh, I clench my jaw and grind my teeth really bad, uh, to the point where it was starting to tear tendons in my teeth. So I have to wear bite guards at night. Uh, to prevent damage to basically my mouth, my teeth, my jaw. So I'd gone in and gotten a new one sometime back. They take a mold of your mouth, like, okay, the new thing comes in. So it, the dentist I have, he's a pretty good dentist, but it's a, like 45-minute drive from here. It's a pain in the ass. So I go there and I try this new mouth guard. That thing didn't fit worth a shit. It felt like it was like a half size too small for my mouth. I'm like, dude, this doesn't fit. He's like, oh, no, you just need to adjust it a little bit. So he's fucking around with it. I'm like, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, it's way off. 
like not even close level does this fit. Oh no, no, I'm just trying. What I wanted to say is, I'm pretty sure this is my, my, like, dude, I know what it being a little tight and what it not at all fitting feels like. I actually think I might have gotten somebody else's bike guard. So I take this thing home. I try to wear it. It felt like somebody had pounded me in the teeth with a tack hammer. It hurt so bad. So I'm like, well, maybe I need to give it time. So take it out. Wait a few days for my mouth to settle down, use my old bike guard, use the new one again. God damn, does it fucking hurt. I mean, it really hurts my teeth. So, you know, I go in to do a cleaning. He adjusts it a little bit more, but it's still, it's not fucking working. He's like, oh, well, we'll just, you know, we'll just, we'll just keep adjusting it until it fits. I wanted to say, asshole, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, I'm not going to continue to try to wear this night overnight and fuck my teeth all up. Like, they, so anyway... I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Next time, you know, I'll give it a shot. And next time I come back, if I have any problems, I'll let you know. So I went home and proceeded to crush it in my fist and crack it in half. I was like, well, fuck that piece of shit. I'll just wear my old one. And then when I went back, I told him, yeah, I don't know. I must have woke up in the middle of the night and it was hurting me so bad. I must have like rolled on top of it. I don't know what happened. It's crazy, but you need to fucking make me a new one. So I made me a new one. And so when I went in today to pick it up, this one actually fucking fit. I was like, wow, it's crazy that this one fits so differently than the last one. Oh, yeah, you know, sometimes it just happens. Look out of here. It's probably somebody else's goddamn tooth guard. I mean, like, you're biting on it. It's not, it wasn't even straight. It was totally fucking fucked. Totally fucking fucked. Not even fucking close. So, <laughs> so I had to do that, and I was running around, and I was like... Really kind of want Mexican for dinner. Mm. So I went and proceeded to get two beers and ate six giant tacos at one of my favorite Mexican places. I ate way too much. I proceeded to come home and have food sweats and passed out and uh, took like an hour and 10 minute nap, which I didn't want to do. And here we are. But I didn't. I didn't want to take a nap like that. I had stuff I wanted to get done. But here we are. So that's the preamble to tonight. Actually, there's another preamble. And the, nether pream the other preamble is this. This is the preamble to the reading by Wild Bill Flint. Um, <laughs> you're pouring the meat out. It's terrible. Wait, what is it? Meridian High Black Grey Meat. Before you, uh, before, before you entirely pull that out, pour it out, let me ask you, what is terrible about it? Um, I've occasionally had meads that were gross where, and this is the funny thing about mead that's different than say like wine or beer. You can add a little bit of your own honey to that and, or maybe it just needs some carbonation. I've added or poured in like LaCroix or other sparkling waters into mead. And then it was surprisingly fantastic. Um, but if it's like that where it's too hoppy, that just might be yuck, yuck. But hello, Black Cat's Poppy, and of course, hello, Boston Actress. Got uh, some friends here, and um, so we're—that's why you don't drink beer because of the hops. I mean, you can get beer that's not hoppy in the slightest. Um, but here's the preamble to a read and a thing that we're going to talk about tonight, and I think it's very important. 
This is a really good, uh, really good read. And uh, when I asked him, uh, or told him rather, that I said I wanted to read this, Bill's response was, "Well, after all, we've both been wondering when I was going to write something worth reading." Boink. It's like well, it's not like that, dude. He, everybody, give Wild Bill a round of applause. The guy is really hard on himself with his writing. He's spectacular. He's fantastic. Everybody keeps telling him he's fantastic. Um, but you know, obviously, some of it is just better suited for reading and contemplating. Doesn't work quite so well for narration. But his preamble to this is. This is precipitated by my consternation over an interaction I have with a friend of mine. I'll describe something I'm doing for myself, usually involving delaying gratification somehow. His response is always, just eat the pizza, for instance. Why do you torture yourself? Just do what makes you happy. I find it impossible to describe to him why I do these things. This is the answer. And so we will get to, uh, we will get to that particular, uh, rest of this read. I may do the break for the podcast folks. Uh, I may do that earlier, maybe in, in five minutes or so. And then when we come back, we'll go straight into the read and the discussion, but it's, it's a great article. It's a great read. I think it's very apt and very poignant because I think a lot of people right now are going through some of the same stuff, uh, in terms of trying to figure out let's just say especially after how much things have changed in the past year with covid what is what does my ideal day look like what what is it what does an ideal life look like now i mean are are we all just kind of grinding out the calendar you just pushing the days into a slow descent i think a lot of people are and i think it's worthwhile taking a few moments and sitting back and talking and thinking about it and trying to come up with some plans or goals. So what we're going to do is we're going to read this article that Bill wrote. And, uh, you know, af- after we read it, maybe we'll have a few moments to digest. But then I would very much hope and like it if anyone who's here in the chat uh, wants to sound off on that and sort of give their thoughts and feelings on things. Um, Bill says that he's been all over the place uh, lately. But... Uh, let's be honest, The this particular show is all over the place. We've done super serious episodes and goofball stuff, and then I was outside. And then I was freezing cold one day. You know that, that one day it was super cold? That went down to like 26 degrees, and today it was 81. 26 degrees, and today it was 81. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in terms of schedule and content the rest of the week, I have another question to ask of y'all. I do have uh, a piece of technology that I got with this license uh, for the package that I used to do the streaming. And it does come with something that I can use uh, to either green screen and or replace my background. So the question that I have to ask to you all, especially those of you who are regulars. Do you want me to mess with that? Or do you want me to just leave this with the background blankets? I could set it up to look like I'm inside a Coney shop. I mean, at that point you can replace the background with pretty much whatever you want. Um, you know, the fuck with it, if it's fun, it, it, it's true, 
But if everybody else is just like, all right, we quit fucking with that. Because I've been in some streams <coughs> where I'm like, God, will you just leave it alone? Will you just stop fucking? Like, every day you have a different layout and a different background. And will you just fucking stop? Like, just do the show. I don't really care. Like, yeah, it looks neat. But, like, it's like a lot of stuff where even if you're engineering things, you're doing certain pieces of graphic design. The glitz and glamour only really works once or twice, and then it becomes annoying, and then people are like, alright, we just leave that alone, pay attention to, like, the content. Like, if you just want to play with that stuff, you could just fucking do that anytime. Uh, so Bill says, just whatever you do, be consistent. So, I, I, maybe I'll mess with that a little bit, but, if I don't mess with that, here's the other alternative. Here's the other alternative, I have a way to do this. I have a way to set up and use my phone as a camera that I could connect to and use as the camera on this streaming software here in the basement so that if I do episodes outside, e.g. in the garage, I'd still be able to have the chat widget and the alerts and all the rest of that stuff up. Um, But obviously, instead of using that web camera, I would be using my phone. So more or less that comes down to which would you prefer? Would you prefer the background replacement basement cam or would you prefer for me to invest the remote camera potentially doing uh, stream episodes outside uh, where that way then we could do garage chats with cigars or, you know, whatever. So those are kind of your two choices and things to think about. Uh, I always want to do uh, the things... Uh, that entertain and give you guys uh, the most happiness because even though I'm doing this for me, I'm also doing it for you. And uh, you know what? It it makes me happy when people are like, wow, that was so cool. I love that. Um, You would go with the ladder with the streaming the episodes outside. That's kind of what I was leaning towards. And I think that's pretty cool because that way then too, if I I do that where I have uh, somebody over, we wouldn't have to be down here sitting in the basement. Um, we could do it upstairs. I could do it anywhere in my house at that point. And even though I can't, I wouldn't necessarily be able to fuck with a lot of the layouts and cameras and all that stuff. You know, you gotta figure once you go live and you switch the camera over, uh, then we can walk upstairs and go wherever. And uh, I can use my tablet to view the chat stream. Uh, which is easy. At that point, you have the portability. It can walk around the house and go wherever. Um, like I say, you have the better quality of the streaming platform being from this machine. So I guess that's what I'll try. I guess that's what I'll try. We'll do that instead. And in the meanwhile, you're going to continue to get this lovely blanket fort in the background. So podcast folks, uh, you're going to have a quick little advertisement here. And then when you come back, you'll have a nice long stretch of some uh, article reading, narration, and discussion. So hold on, and we'll be right back. So much mellow corn. Oh, Dean said to make sure you said hi. Um, you know, I, I feel bad. I haven't uh, stopped by and seen much of the of Dean's streams. I've been too busy. Um, I miss that guy. I have to stop by and say hello to him. Maybe if he, if he's still online, we'll, 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 uh, um, uh, we'll raid on over. Black Cat says it sounds like pie cast and you need pie. We're not talking about food. No food talk. 
you guys always just lure me back into talking about pie and conies. Guys, this is like the, the podcast show for the perpetually starved. <laughs> Cheesecake, by the way. Okay, so, um, yeah, I know. Every time I think I'm out and I'm like, I'm not going to talk about that today. You guys just pull me right back in. Food talk. It's like packs of wild dogs up in here. I get it. I like food too. Trust me. Uh, that's like I say, he says eating six tacos. God, it felt sick. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to go through so you can read along with me if you'd like. But this is a, uh, article post written by Wild Bill Flint at iwilson.net forward slash sleep dash when dash hungry dash eat dash when dash tired. And, uh, that will be in the show notes both for the podcast, uh, and as well, I am posting this back here into the chat room. It was funny because his website went down earlier, right when I was about to call it up and read it, but here it is. So sleep when hungry, eat when tired or something like that. Note, this is going to seem pretty maudlin at the beginning, but stick with it. In my moment-by-moment eat-when-tired-sleep-when-hungry day would look something like this. Wake up and put on my bathrobe, trudging over the dirty clothes on my floor, into the kitchen, where I grab two slices of pizza from the counter, having ordered one the night before, and eating about three-quarters of it, along with a Coke. Dick around on Twitter and Reddit in my bathrobe while going through my list of video games on Steam, Epic, etc. before picking one and spending a few hours grabbing cheap dopamine hits on easy mode, playing games I've played hundreds of hours of. And I imagine at some point, maybe three or four in the afternoon, I'd condescend to put on actual clothes and head to a bar if I was feeling particularly motivated slash social. Where I'd get ripping drunk, smoke a couple of cigars, be the life of the party, eat bar food, probably a pizza. Then drive home where I'd spend the evening uh, sacrificing the contents of my gut to Johan the White before taking a couple electrolyte tablets and drinking a Gatorade to mitigate the aforementioned self-destruction and then passing the fuck out. Rinse. Repeat. That's not a life. Fast forward about six to nine months. I'm 260 pounds, maybe 280. Maybe I've downgraded to size 42 stretchy Walmart jeans. I'd have a couple dozen new self-help books still in boxes sitting around my computer. I'd rather get up before noon because I don't go to bed before 4 or 5 in the morning. I'd blame that on being a night owl, which, when coupled with considering the day over at 6 or 7 in the evening, would be a not terribly complicated justification for dodging the awareness that I wouldn't be accomplishing anything. During the day, quote unquote, <clears throat> except sleep. Now, 
it would be far, far worse even than that, but there are only so many details of that life envisioned that I'm going to put down here. But you sprinkle in that with listening to depressing music, porn, drinking alone, damn near any vice you can come up with. Fast forward that a couple or a few years, and that ends exactly one way. A bullet to the brain. Maybe there are a couple years in the middle where you progress to really hard drugs first, but that's absolutely how it ends. I could say that's unthinkable, but it's really not. Not at all. I mean, obviously, duh. But none, none of that is an option. And all this talk about purpose and drive and projects and pursuits, like there are in no small part attempts primarily to stave that shit off. And all this gives the wrong impression, I'm sure. There's no real danger of this happening, but it does serve as a nominally complete answer to the dude, why do you torture yourself question. And the answer is, I don't. What I'm doing is exactly not torturing myself. I'm trying to make the switch to positive pressure, pulling me towards the life I want to lead rather than avoiding the life I don't want to lead. So what about the other side of the equation? What does a day from the optimal life look like? Fascinatingly, I'm far more hesitant to post about that. What a fascinating realization. So, I'm going to write it out, but not in its complete form. And what does that say? It suggests quite starkly that the courage required to dream of an optimal life is far greater than that required to admit how badly things can go if I merely take my hands off the wheel. Is it so simple Dreaming, fantasizing of an ideal life is hard because it sets a standard I might not reach? Indeed, almost certainly won't. Is this a matter of feeling like I'd be setting myself up for disappointment? It seems a little pat, but that doesn't mean it's not dead on. So, to stake out the ideal, to plant that flag in the distance and say... Yes, let's get as close as I possibly can to that, and, even though I'll necessarily fall short, the pursuit of that goal in itself makes for a life well lived. It's fucking required. There are two other things I feel I need to cover for this to be complete, even as an outline. One, enumeration of my ideal self and my ideal day. They're as inseparable as they are separate. One really presumes the other, so they collapse into one readily. Two, how do I live today? Is the distance from both of those points near as I can figure? It's not hard to feel that this all comes down to this. I'm wary of grand pronouncements since a head of steam produces its own righteousness, and righteousness, positive or negative, just feels good. And then I look back on them in more sober moments and I roll my eyes a bit. 
There's very little in this life that's quite as intoxicating as righteous rage after all. So today, the alarm on my phone rings at 7.30. I pad around the bed for my phone and the pretty much closed eyes, I shut it off. But it does begin the process of waking me up. I spend an hour in a hypnogenic haze before actually waking up. Without much of an agenda, I pad to the bathroom, retrieve my bathrobe, and to go turn on the computer, then back to the bathroom where I stay at the scale, stare at the scale, sometimes walk away for a couple minutes, not real excited about the coming accusation and how I've spent the previous day, but before too long, I make my way back in and get on the scale. Today, it's 2.03 marking a couple days of consistent improvement after the whipsaw incurred by last week's four-day fast. There are never any big surprises. Sometimes it feels good, sometimes it feels bad, affirming how I spent the previous day. So I head back to my office and I write down my weight on the whiteboard. Red if it's higher, black if it's the same, green if it's lighter, blue if it's a new low. Then shower and get dressed regardless of what the day holds. I walk to the kitchen and get a water or diet soda. Grab a dizzying handful of morning supplements and swallow those. Usually without an agenda, I go get caught up on email, Twitter, and Reddit. That lasts a bit longer than I'd like, but it's not usually out of control. If it's not a Tuesday or Thursday, I pick a project, contingent upon the weather... I either head downstairs or open YouTube to kick off my programming playlist and work with admittedly limited intensity on whatever it is that I've decided deserves my attention that day, usually until the hunger drives me absolutely bananas, at which point I head to the fridge. <clears throat> the afternoon tends to go pretty slow as I plug away on whatever it is I'm working on. If a project is close to fruition, or if I've figured out how to partition my workload such that I have well-defined stopping points, then I can grind away pretty well. I usually end up working on a couple of things and satisfy my one rule for a successful day. A day isn't a success unless I've created something. It can be software, hardware, a reasonably complex food stuff of some kind, Something. The metric by which I measure short-term success is by acts of creation. The trick is stringing those together, but that's <clears throat> a different issue. As I go back and forth around the house, I stop with relative frequency and do half a dozen chin-ups, maybe a couple pull-ups at the bar of my office by the door. Not a lot, not enough, but more than I could a couple months ago, which was... A half. Sometimes I snack over much, generally in inverse proportion to how motivated I am by whatever project I've got kicking around. Things come up and get in the way. I let myself get distracted quite a lot more than I'd like. By 5 and 6 o'clock, I'm frequently staring at the clock again. That's if I'm not hyper-engaged in whatever I decided to work on. Eventually, I'll tap out and kick off steam and pick a game to play for a couple of hours leading up to 10 o'clock. If it is 
a Tuesday or Thursday, I spend some time cleaning up my laptop and making sure I have everything I'm going to need for a day at the cigar lounge before heading out at about 10.45 to 11.15, depending. I stop at a store if necessary first, and then I come in here, I set up all my toys, and open a Q10 window, start working on a software project, depending on where my motivation takes me. Empty stomach and a few cigars with water or diet soda makes for great clarity of mind. So I get a metric shit ton done before Bible study begins, 6.30 on Tuesdays, 4 on Thursdays. During that time, I usually end up putting a couple posts up on the blog. Even if I do write a bunch of code, I'll almost always end up penning some words as well. Afterwards, I'll either head over to Jonathan's for a salad or just head home to grab something to eat quickly before I catch Cigar Goyle's nightcap Sunday through Thursday. That'll go from 10 to 11 at night, and I'll pick back up and play something again for an hour. I grab my big notebook and write down some bullet list items about the day, including what I've eaten in a broad brush, and what I did during the day. Sometimes I'll cap it off with a note about how I feel about the day. That's usually if I have an extremely good or extremely bad day. Otherwise, the kind of days I've had is self-evident from what I've written. And I'll head to bed and, well, I'll pull out my iPad and I'll play the dailies and raid Shadow Legends, eh, fun little game, while working on a Sudoku or two on my phone. Yeah, screams in bed is a bad idea, but... And I pass the hell out. Rinse. Repeat. That's what I'll call my median day. We're good. I mean, there's a, there's a lack of long-term goals there, to be sure, but they're productive. Sometimes they're just busy, and sometimes they just fuck off online for hours and hours, have nothing pushing me hard enough to stay focused. Some days I'll jam so much caffeine in my head that I can't focus on shit. Other days I'll just jam so little caffeine in my head that I can't focus on shit. And then there are the others. The sanitized version of my ideal day doesn't differ as much from a normal day as I'd expected. I actually get up at 7.30 and get a quick workout in before hitting the scale because why not optimize? And then I would check in to see if there's anything that's happened overnight that requires immediate attention and schedule and plan those additions to my day. That aside, the day's projects planned, perhaps uh, into Pomodoros or some similar time-blocking scheme, I hit the ground running. Maybe spend a few minutes getting caught up on social media. Maybe just not. I work until a latish lunch of something reasonable, after which I do an hour or two of reading. And then I do some more project work that may even be product work. A quick shower, get dressed up and head out for a nice dinner date or drinks, cigars, something social. I come home. Or, since I'm talking about ideals, we come home, and well, you do the math. Somewhere in there is a session where I plan the goals of the next day, but I'm not sure where that slots. I want my projects to be aiming towards larger goals. My day to be a bit more tightly structured. I want deadlines on my projects. I want to be able to assess and abandon ideas that don't make any damn sense. I want to explore things I'd never considered and spend my days stretching my boundaries. Physical, mental, spiritual. And when I reread this a couple of times, I'm struck by my lack of imagination in my ideal day. 
I'm pretty okay with that, really. It's my considered opinion that much the way I need to get the crap out of my head before I can get down to real writing, I deleted a thousand plus words of rambling at the front end of this. I need to do the same thing with my day-to-day life before I can really see what it is that I can imagine, what I'm really driving towards. I'll flush it out, I'm sure. It's a good baseline. That's fine, and I suspect to be expected. Other kinds of wild speculations would be just silly without the clarity afforded by taking the first several steps on that path. So, a couple of things. I currently don't institute the level of discipline I need to accomplish that kind of day. My projects are all over the place, and I notice that I've avoided any real description of where I want those things to lead. They break down into a few categories, really, but that's neither here nor there. Local focus necessarily occults long-term planning. Time dilation is an amazing tool, but it can be used to distract. You've got to have the long-term goals set before you can safely zoom in to a tractable time horizon. I thought that keeping my focus on the immediate would help clear the deck for longer-term progress, but I think I've been thinking about that just exactly backwards. So, goals. Married? Kids, I'm about to turn 52. I may have missed that boat. Fit? Smarter? Fucking rich? Maybe published? But frankly, I'm not so married to that as people wish I was. Let's see where I can take that, shall we? And there you have it. Uh, that is, I think, a very a very powerful read. Um, a, a very great, apt, poignant, uh, uh, sort of a thing to think about and discuss given the current climate of things. Dr. Perry Falls. Hey, 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 Dr. Perry, good to see you, sir. Um, you might want to go back and rewatch the VOD. So that was a uh, narration of some writing that was shared to us by Wild Bill Flint, fantastic writer. Uh, you can see um, occasionally Nightbot will tweet out the address to his blog, which is iwilson.net. But uh, I think that's I think that's all I think that's all very it's very juicy stuff because again I I know many people that I talk to right now feel like we're just doing the rinse and repeat with the slow slide descent to tombstones. And so you have to have some goals. You got to think about what you want your new ideal day to be. And maybe your new ideal day can't be the same ideal day that it used to be. Now, I'm not saying that you have to succumb. I am a man who will stand against the mountain. I will be the fucking rocks of the eternal shore. If I decide I want to do something, truly do something, you will have a hell of a time going up against me if I put my mind to it. But the part about that is also being reasonable and being calculating and being tactical. There are some things where you will truly spend an exorbitant amount of time trying to wrangle into an I want or I need when if you really sit back and think about it, 
Some of that might just be pure stubbornness. Some of that might be, as Bill said in his article, lack of creativity. So perhaps it's time to sit back and put on the creative thinking caps. So King Dinosaur got here late. He's watching my favorite Martian, but I was silently listening. Uh, I think I caught most of it. Well, again, the great thing is uh, all this is available on video on demand here on Twitch and will be posted on the podcast 24 hours later. Ellie Michigan Smoking Blondie says that she's coming on in in the middle of the show. And then Black Cat uh, did a Martian Greenheart love. Um, so, so I, I would pose the question, I would pose the question, how many of you that are out there that are in the chat, do you feel like your life right now is just, to use an analogy, pumping out widgets? Do you feel like you're just pulling the handle and just crossing days out, off the calendar? Because I got to be honest, I was at that point last year, and it was devastating. Uh, that that hit me in the head like a ton of bricks. It made me very depressed. It made me very sad. I had no small measure of anxiety from that, and it took. Ellie says half and half. <clears throat> so, I feel like at least if you're, I mean, even if you're half and half. That's better than me. I was like zero, zero. I truly just felt like I was just, uh, I don't want to say hoping to die because that's not correct, but I just wanted the days to be over. As soon as the day started, I just couldn't wait till they were over. You know, I would maybe enjoy some of the weekend days, but you got to figure that's five days out of a seven day week that you just wish somebody could erase. It's terrible. Um... King Dinosaur says, yeah, a lot of the time, once my move is finally over, I think that's going to get better. See, here's the thing, and this is an important focus, okay? That's a goal, and that's a great long-term goal and a great short-term goal. But I would urge you, King Dinosaur, to ask yourself the question, why? Why is that going to get better? Specifically, perfectly articulated, Why? Think about it. Set some actual goals. They don't have to be huge ones. But make sure it is. Attain those. Uh, Black Cat says, trying to ignore Heaven's Door. You feel like you have to throw more blog out there before you croak. You better. You better get more blogs out there. You better take more pictures of Colorado. For me, honestly, Black Cat, and maybe you don't realize this, I look for your pictures every day. I don't always like all of them because sometimes I just scroll by and just look at them. But I always, when I see your pictures, I stop and I truly take a moment to just look at them and take them in. That is a thing that for me, whether that's something to you that you feel like you, I mean, I don't know how long you spend framing it, but that is an important part of my day, to be honest, to be a hundred percent honest in, in, much like maybe this show is to some people, you'd be surprised at the small little repeated consistent gestures that anchor us to the true color, spirit, and joy of being alive day in and day out with those little things now that you can count on. Supremely important. Dr. Perry Falls says, I've had moments in life where he felt like I was merely existing. 
it's tough. Like it, it's tough when you get to feeling like that. I, I had a long stretch of last year that felt like that. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. All I, all I could think about was just, I don't want to be in pain anymore. God, it was just abhorred. Couldn't stand it. Um, yeah. King Dinosaur says, right, that's on the money. Black Cat says, thanks. That's also true. Got a, a yes from Ellie, Michigan Smoke and Blondie. Um, and, and, and so thinking about this and thinking about your rote day-to-day existence. So I had a period of time where I realized I'd made a mistake. What I thought was my ideal day-to-day was not. I hated it. I adjusted it. And again, going back to being a little bit stubborn, realized that stubbornly I decided I was going to make it work. Why? Why? It's drilled into your head often. I feel like especially, I don't want to say in Western society, but just in general, that don't be a quitter. Why? If something is not worth continuing to do, then quit doing it. I feel like it's more accurate to say, don't be somebody who gives up at the first hint of adversity. That I feel like is a better way to phrase it. But if you encounter something you're like, dude, I feel like this is just kind of dumb. Then fucking quit it and re move, plan, adapt, reassess, reevaluate, put the creative thinking cap on, figure a different strategy out. And God, I did, and that made all the fucking difference in the world. I'm not going to tell you what it is and what it wasn't. Because it doesn't matter. You have to figure that out for yourself. And I think you ought to. Especially, again, given the way that the last year has gone. We have summer coming up. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Like, it's time to think about some different goals. They don't have to be as grandiose. It doesn't have to be these huge champion level goals, but you need to pick something. And it needs to make you happy. It needs to make you happy. Those challenges are there to make you feel good when you succeed at them and make you feel good if you fail at them. That is supremely important. That's supremely important. I can't stress that enough. Um, Ellie says, like, you can count on me, kid. I just can't quit you, Cigar Girl. <laughs> uh, Black Cat says, I also think my blog might serve as a purpose, throw out some weird stuff to show that life can be weird and messed up, but it goes on. I've loved reading your stories, Black Cat. I've told you. They're, they're esoteric and different, and they provide an insight in to a time of life that is otherwise sort of foreign to me, to be honest. So I love it. Uh, but Dr. Perry Falls. If something isn't working out or I'm not joining it after some time, I'll try something new. It makes sense. The, it, it's only just brute stubbornness to just continue to do something that doesn't necessarily work. Like, don't push a thing like that just for the sake of saying, well, I'll be a quitter. Come on. Everybody out there really knows the difference between someone who is quote-unquote a quitter and somebody who decides to make a tactical retreat or withdraw 
on a scenario that isn't working. That's just good battlefield management. I mean, fuck it, right? <laughs> doctor, doctor, it hurts when I do this! Well, then stop doing it. <laughs> uh. Hey, Dr. Perry Falls! Oh my god, dude! Thank you so much! He's gifted five tier one subs! To court his board, NH Girl Fam, Suzuki Revenge, Overlord 45770, and Boston Actors 32. Thank you so much, Dr. Perry Falls, everyone. And make sure you check out Dr. Perry Falls. Dr. Perry Falls was doing some karaoke the other day, which was pretty awesome. Um, I was indisposed at the moment, so I couldn't really talk so much. But uh, Dr. Perry Falls, great dude, great stream, a lot of fun, good positive energy. Thank you so much, man. I, I can't thank you enough. That that really means the world to me. Um, hats off to you. Cheers. Cheers to Dr. Perry Falls. <clears throat> and he does have a brand new uh, game and is doing a giveaway. So, again, make sure you check him out. Add him to your follow list. It's another friendly, intelligent face that you can stop in and say hello to. Again, if you're lonely. Because lo to me... So I'll tell you one of my goals. I'm going to tell you one of my goals. And I did broad goals. In my head, I, I, I didn't have a word for this. I had a thing. So I'm going to try to find the correct word. Um... I found the word. Counteract loneliness. Consistently. That was one of my goals for last year. And I succeeded in that. I still kind of wish I could go in and see my coworkers. I, I am gregarious in that regard by nature. But I've adjusted things in my schedule, in my day-to-day -day life, and the things that I do. Where I am not as oppressively lonely as I used to be. And then the times when I am, I absolutely have things now that I can go do that will counteract it. So it it's like lifting weights or doing any other sort of push-pull activity. So that was a broad goal. And I had to try a bunch of different stuff to find the things that worked. But I did. So I would say if you're looking at this and you're trying to look at, you know, an ideal day now, well, look at some of those things that in your current day-to-day -day just you don't like. You know, maybe step one is shave off the ends. You know, the, the things that make you potently unhappy, try to find a way to counteract those. And that doesn't mean eliminate them, because maybe you can't. For example... Maybe you can't get yourself good sleep. Maybe you're just having such trouble sleeping, you just can't do it. Well, okay. Then while you try to find a way to get good sleep, maybe you ought to come up with a different plan of how you can get energy and get rest somehow and try some other different stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's trying meditation for 20 minutes every other hour in the afternoon. I don't know. But this is the time to get creative. Um, 
So yeah, Dr. Perry Falls, thank you so much. Black Cat, cheers. Uh, Overlord, cheers, Cigar. How's your day been? Today's was a great, was a was a good day. It was a busy day. Um, it, it was one of those. The day started to drag a little bit, but then I got I just got super busy, and uh, you know I I got a lot of good stuff done. Tomorrow I'm hoping is a little more mundane. I just want to get some stuff done, go hit the gym, and have a cigar outside. But I got a lot of stuff done. I got the starter motor and my truck changed. Uh, you know, got this bullshit mouth guard done. Um, <clears throat> Ellie says, it's because you're on so late, you can't get sleep. But if I go earlier, then I wouldn't get any sleep. It'd be like, uh, sometimes I'm out. <laughs> I'll do, I tell you what, I'll do good night voice at the end of this episode, and that will help you get to sleep. Is that fair? Perry Falls just got back from wine traveling. Uh, Dr. Perry Falls, can you tell us about some of your favorite wines? Whether that's particular brands, styles, colors, uh, re uh, uh, regions. Uh, Boston Actress has a banging headache. I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. I hate headaches. Headache. Other than, like, upset, nausea, stomach, headaches just are the... F no, actually... I might take nausea over achy, achiness in my joints. That's fucking headache first and achy joint second. Um, sorry to hear that, Boston actress. Um, but you know, Overlord, to, today we were just talking about ideal days and, and the feeling. I know that a lot of people are just kind of grinding out their life at this point. And uh, Wild Bill shared a great post. I'm going to paste it again here into the chat if you want to read it. Um, but that was an article. Uh, I just read that out loud, narrated it here on stream. Of course, you can go back and catch the VOD or the podcast version of that, which will be released about 24 hours later. Well, 24 hours after this ends, rather. Um, to be honest, an ideal day would be one with the whole family again. See, I agree, but that's the thing. The If you go back, I did an episode called Win a Little Bit, and you have to find ways that if you're going to set some of these goals, they have to be cogent goals. If you try to do things where you're just like, I wish, but you know that that's probably hard pressed and or just feasibly not going to happen. All you've done is give yourself a negative energy battery. That's like the black rings from fucking comics. The, the, the don't do that. That is, that is a way to fall into deep despair. Now you're, now you're like, now you're like, you've set yourself up for perpetual, basically loss. And that's tough. Cause I've done that. And again, that's where you have to put on your creative thinking cap and really sit and look at yourself. And it's tough. Like, I mean, look at me. I don't like looking at myself. It's fucking awful. Uh, hope you feel better soon. Perry Falls. Some of my favorite wines are... How is that pronounced? Charbono, Petite, Syrah, Cabs, Barbera, most of the Bordeaux family. I make Alicante Boucher since it grows in my backyard. Fun stuff. 
Wine party at Dr. Perry Falls' house. Holy shit. Boss Anxious is watching the chat like you're one-eyed Willie from Goonies. Goonies never die. Boss Anxious, I bet you'd look great with an eye patch. Um, Black Cat says, I've been kind of tired for a bit. Think I've been building up my my immunity, quote-unquote. Uh, you need protein. I bet you can't eat chicken or steak. You gotta get, like... Does he have a, he has a whole vineyard? Oh my god, that's so cool. I uh, I am envious of you with the with the delicious wines. Um But yeah, maybe maybe it's you know, think about what you're eating. Like I I say that and it's funny because people give me shit about the conies. But I said, okay, but again, Outside of the conies, which I, I love, and yes, it is honestly a little bit of a joke. I absolutely love them. They're one of my favorite foods. I do not eat them every day. I maybe have them once a week, if even every week. But outside of that, okay, for example, I eat very low sugar. Like, I have a relatively plain oatmeal every morning. During the day, I drink coffee and water. I don't drink anything else. I don't eat any sugars. I don't really eat any potato chips or any garbage. You know, for lunch, lunch is usually more of more of my major meal. And so I'll have conies maybe on a day, but then the days that I don't, you know, I'll I'll eat something like uh, you know, grilled chicken or a fish, you know, like a fish sandwich. Like I get a fish pita from this place. You have to adjust for that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, we always come back about food. I know. But it's important. I mean, is it is a living creature, like, all right, outside of food, drink, sleep, really, what other, what else are the real essentials, right? I mean, you're talking about the basic building blocks. Um, you know, you're taking vitamins. Like, that's also good. Like, you have to even out some of your nutrient spread. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you. That means the world to me. You look great. You don't have Coney dad bod. Is that the new thing? It's not dad bod. It's Coney bod. <laughs> He's got Coney bod. <laughs> Too many Coney's. Yeah. And so I took a week, for example. Yeah, body by Coney. Look at this. Dr. Perry has his chili dog. So I got to come in and counteract with this move. Well, maybe not counteract. How about uh, enhance? It's like a combo attack. Um, but I... I uh, look, you can... I, this isn't meant at all to sound like I'm telling you how to live your life. This is just what I do. Look, I like having the conies. I like occasionally going out and having beers. I like doing a lot of this stuff. My God, I work out like a fucking terrorist when I go to the gym. Uh, you know, I reached my personal record that one day of uh, 50,000 pounds of moved resistance in a single circuit. And so like when I go and I go to do that, that is one of my goals. My goal is to do that three times a week. And I have things set up that set me up for success. And I feel great when I'm done with it. 
and it's it's like a series of chess moves. You know, that allows me to, as Dr. Perry Fall says, it's called living. Join the details. So then I don't have to sweat and worry about that stuff. Like, man, and, and, it, and it took some creative thought over the long period of time to figure some of that stuff out. Sometimes you give up some other stuff. And and that's not always... The, those those always make you immediately happy until sometimes after a while you go, you know, I really don't miss that. Don't really miss that a whole ton. Um, and you focus on new horizons. But... To bring this all back around in full circle, because it's now midnight and we should probably think about going to bed... Let's finish this particular drink and just say that one of my goals, so one of my goals is this, I'm going to continue to do these nightcaps and streams as long as I can. I bought a lifetime license for the software that I use to do these streams. So I am in this for the long haul. So throughout vices and this and that and the other, uh, I'm going to be sticking around. Um, so many vices in the modern era that you don't miss. I agree. Insulin Fool says, G'day. How's it going there, sir? Uh, insulin, you may want to go back and rewatch the VOD today. There's a great read by an article by Wild Bill. I'm going to post it again here in the chat. Um, everybody, give a round of applause to Wild Bill. It takes a lot of guts to write some stuff down like that uh, and to have it read out loud, but he really is a fantastic writer and I can't thank him enough for sharing his content and allowing me uh, to use that as a subject for one of my nightly shows. So Bill, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. Overload says, not sure if you told me you haven't had a drink in three months. Dude, that's great. Good for you. That that's, that's not, that's not easy. Uh, so, dude, hats off to you. I applaud that. Um, I I have to be careful with my drinking. There is a little bit of some lineage that tends towards alcoholism. But one of the reasons why I do this nightcap, I have this drink. And that's it. So, when I'm done with this, I don't go upstairs and pour another one. Like, this is the one drink that I have. I had a light beer with dinner. Outside of that, this is it. Like, I stopped a lot of the drinking alone. I don't do that anymore. So, this again was like, it was a combination of chess moves. Um, <clears throat> See, Bill, everybody's clapping for you because you're the best. Ovalid says, obviously I'm not prudent. Enjoy your drink. Don't miss it, but enjoy yourself responsibly. A thousand percent. You have to do the things that set yourself up for success. You have to do the things that allow you to sort yourself uh, into the way that you can live your best life. Um, and I love all you guys out there. I want to continue to see you and talk to you and do this. I'm hoping that at some point I can actually see a lot of you in person. And uh, until then, we're going to continue to hang out at 11 p.m. And... It's time for you all to get some rest. So as we say at the end of all these particular episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. Leave this on for just a minute. Oh, wait a minute. 
Insulin says, I had that problem back before I quit my job. I was drinking a lot every day. I wasn't addicted, but I needed to cope with the stress. When I quit the job, I chilled out. Now I just have a couple now and then. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I was I was doing much the same. Um, to the point where... <coughs> sometimes it was the only way that I could... Uh, shift into first gear mentally, uh, without just being amped up and otherwise couldn't get any rest, uh, couldn't get any peace in that regard. Um, so yeah, I had to adjust. I had to adjust some things a little bit. Um, you're going to get night, night voice. Uh, does anybody have anything topically that you'd like me to talk about in night, night voice as we go to bed? I know night, night voice is not the favorite of some of you, uh, <laughs> Bill hates it. Bill hates it. I get it. Um, I'll try and not make it too weird. <clears throat> Dean is at the lo-fi gamer. Okay. So we are going to go raid over uh, to see Dean Lo-Fi, the Lo-Fi Gamer, if he's there. He's done some fantastic, uh, fantastic music. So, to avoid the distraction, we're going to move back over here. Uh, as we finish this up, <clears throat> and then do our raid over. However, now that summertime is coming along, make sure that you truly spend some time and enjoy the different change of seasons. Make sure you enjoy every time you get a sandwich or a drink. Uh, make sure that if you can, you spend some time understanding that if you have a bad day, that's okay. And if you have a good day and you just purely enjoy, that's okay too. I don't want to say that there's a predisposition currently for people who want you to be outraged all the time, but don't be outraged all the time. You have to relax. You have to find some ways to just appreciate the fact that you have a lot of good friends, that you have a lot of great things going on in your life, and you have some consistent anchors that you can depend on. I'm one of them. You can depend on this show being here Sunday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can count on Dr. Perry Falls doing his stream. You can count on and listen to Insolent Fool's wonderful Australian accent. You can look forward to writing by King Dinosaur and Wild Bill Flint at iWilson.net. You can look at some fantastic, beautiful pictures of Ellie and the cigars that she has on Instagram, as well as Black Cat's Poppy, who posts just some fantastic pictures of the surrounding sites in Colorado, both of the blue skies and some of the surrounding buildings, signs, and nature. And all of those things all together should allow you to relax. Because in that regard, we're all going to continue to be here and enjoy all this stuff day in and day out. So, lie back, get yourself some sleep, take care.
Take it easy. And don't be so hard on yourself. Alright, let's go raid over somebody. Let's see if Dean is around. Is Dean around? Dean is around. Let's go say hi to Dean Lo-Fi. And make sure that you tell Dean that he creates uh, some great music. Because he really does. But take care, everyone out there. Uh, we will see you again tomorrow night. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And good night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>